Hey guys, before we dive into the show, I wanted to tell you about my new trailer music toolkit, which is 100% free and you can download it right now over at richardprin.com forward slash toolkit. This toolkit contains... Firstly, my perfect trailer cue blueprint. It also contains a handful of one-shot samples, like huge trailer hits, pings, plucks, brahms, booms, transitions, and downers. Perfect for beginners, pros, and everything in between. Okay, let's get into the episode. Hey guys, welcome to session number 16 of the Trailer Music Composers podcast. Testing, testing, one, two, three. One man. With one microphone, who is still recovering from all the hours he lost watching Lost. Welcome to the Trailer Music Composers Podcast. Hey guys, um, welcome to another episode of the Trailer Music Composers Podcast. Now, in today's episode, I wanted to do something a little bit different. Uh, you might notice that, firstly, it's a little quieter, so I'm not actually walking around in the woods. Uh, and well, I was going to say secondly, but there isn't really a secondly thing because I haven't told you it yet. Uh, I wanted to do some audio work on the podcast um, because actually I was just thinking about it. You know, you don't always need to see what I'm doing for you to be able to hear it and feel it and understand it. Um, and I wanted to do this podcast based around something I was talking about yesterday on, on my group call with my Trailer Music School members, which is... Uh, making drums uh scarier was the was the word we were working on but i i wanted to kind of talk about it in a way that was like actually making drums have more impact uh and i'm not talking about like rhythms here i'm talking about uh the way to make your drum bring something new and interesting to the table so what i'm going to do is i'm just going to sketch out a very very basic idea uh you, you hopefully you'll be able to hear everything i'm doing um in fact, I probably should have checked that in, in Logic. I've got my Logic session opened up. Yes, yes, you should be able to hear everything I'm doing. So I'm just going to uh, record a few things. Um, I'm going to load up a an instance of my um, string risers, which you can get from the Trailer Music School. There we go. Okay, so this all I'm doing here is I'm just creating like a weird, horrible bed. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to do like a little a bed, a tension bed, which you can hear there. And uh, I, you know, I'll, I'll do some things with it in a second. But I want to introduce drums. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm I'm going to avoid using one shots. And what I mean by that is like, as trailer composers, we can and have the tools to use one shots that we buy from companies or one shots that we create ourselves from stuff um and, and what I'm, I'm not going to be doing creative recording with a zoom here i'm going to be um just taking some samples uh from libraries i have and what i'm talking about is rather than taking like huge epic trailer hits that you get from sample library companies i'm talking about like drum samples that you then do creative stuff with okay so let's just uh Let's get this drone played in and recorded, okay? Here we go. Right, rather than you actually listen to me, hold it down for... I'm just going to do this for 45 seconds, let's say. There we go. I'm just extending the note, and I'm going to bounce it in place just so that I have it there, so I can, whenever I want to, 
I will be able to hear it rather than having to always start at the beginning of the note, which is actually uh, another thing that came up yesterday in the call was um, me working with audio a lot. And that's one of the reasons because I actually like to have really, really long sustained notes. And if you're working with long sustained notes, sometimes you want to start halfway through. But because it's a MIDI note, you don't actually hear the MIDI note isn't triggered. So that's why. Yes, there we go. Those filthy string risers of mine, which I do love so very much. Now I'm just going to chuck some reverb onto it and maybe just mash it up a little bit. In fact, let's just mash it up first into Decapitator just to absolutely smush it. Dark fat. Yes, that's it. Sounds like something you'd cook. Cool. So again, I just wanted to make it like push it back a little bit further and I'm going to push it back even more with just an instance of Space Designer. There we go. Let's just make it a large indoor space. Uh, Hangar one. You sound fun. There we go. Okay, so what I want to do here is like obviously that scary in it and of itself, that string riser. Um, but I want to start talking about drums because often when we're working with this stuff, uh, people f- forget the impact that just a single hit can have. So what I'll do is I will load up, oh, not some audio. I will load up uh, another instance of a of a drum library. Uh, I'll probably load up damage because damage is awesome. No, actually I won't. I won't load up damage because I always load up damage. Uh, I'm going to load up something else. And those of you who have damage will understand why I always load up damage. Um, it may be old, but it's still forking cool. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. I'm going to load up hands in my drums. Why not? Uh, and I'm going to go for Junkie XL's uh, Surdus, right? Nice. Let's play that in. So I've just got it going on, you know, the string riser is happening. It's getting a bit creepy, you know, hello, 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 hello. Okay, so there we go. That's just a hit. Boom, hits placed in there a bit randomly after a few seconds. I'm just quantizing it just in case. It's really interesting, actually. (laughs) Like, knowing that you're not actually seeing what I'm doing. If I'm honest with you guys, I'm really enjoying myself. so there we go. Uh, we've got the sound. What I'm doing is I'm loading up the sample, and here it is. Now, uh, they come with a a lovely pitch shifter within it. So I'm going to bounce that in place, pitch shifted like that. There we go. So what I'm thinking of here is, is how to make drums sound scarier and freakier. Um, and there's a couple of ways to do it, you know, that you, you, you this is just a, a sample from a library I've purchased. Um, all I did was pitch shift it. Uh, and it sounds out of the ordinary. So that's one of the ways you can do it. You can make it sound out of the ordinary, right? Yes, the other way, which is my next one, I'm bouncing that sample in place again, right? And I'm going to reverse it. Functions, reverse. Yes, and there we go. Unmute that. Here we go. So what I'm going to do now is I just want to have that as like a, so I talked about this in the call yesterday as well, like having pre-hits and sounds and drones and things to let the listener know something dark is about to occur. So if I hear it without the riser, here we go. 
Cool. So it's it's basically like a, a way to do your roll. Um, I'm just going to fade out that last bit so we don't get that clip. It sounds like a drum roll, right? So let's go in and normalize these samples. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now we're talking. Okay. I think that sounds wicked. I, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. And let's add that fade out a little bit. Okay, uh, now I just want to, th again, think about ways I can mangle this. So I'm going to solo this reversed one. I mean, that's quite cool. So let's mash this and explore it. So first thing, again, let's load up Decapitator and smush it. Uh, I'm just going to put the drive on, put punish on, uh, put the high cuts down to 1K, so I want to keep it low. That's freaky, and I love it. Okay, so let's uh, let's hear how that sounds. Again, I'm just thinking about using a single sample and, how, and what I can do with the toys I have to mash and mangle it so that it creates a, a kind of freaky, scary effect. I mean, that, it's actually pretty intense, isn't it? So I'm going to bounce that in place so I can see the audio file uh, and it's going to be, seem like this humongous... Oh, there we go. It's absolutely smushed. Um, so I'm going to cut that file there just at the hit point. Like this. That sounds really weird, doesn't it? Let's just move it a little bit there so it goes... Okay, and I'm going to add a fade into that first drum intro. Nice. Now we're getting somewhere. Um, the thing, what I'm trying to get get at here is, I really like using reversed audio. Uh, for those of you who don't know me and the way I write. I use reverse audio a great deal because it has such a wonderful effect on the samples you're using. Um, so let me just bounce. I've, what I've done is I've gone into Junkie XL Low Surdo again, but instead of instead of being pitched down, it's not pitched down. It's I'm going to reverse. Oh no! I'm going to reverse that sound so that uh, we have another reversed sound going on because that's how I like to create my my own hits. I mean, it's something a lot more interesting and, and weird, isn't it? Um, so what I'm going to do is now I, I want to kind of create something strange and eerie with that sample, this one here. I think there's magic. There's there's magic in them sounds. So I'm going to zoom in and I'm going to cut a little section, maybe this much. So it should sound like this. Cool. So I'm going to EQ that so it's not quite so crazy low. So it's going to sound. A, uh, so I'm going to do a low cut, low cut EQ. 
and chuck it into some strange reverb just to kind of make it feel like slightly out of space, out of place, and not necessarily in the same space as everything else. Small space, uh, small dark spring. How's that sound? <laughs> no, that's not the right space. That's a horrible space. That sounds empty dining room. Yeah, that sounds good. I love the names of these reverbs. Yeah, that sounds cool. Uh, let's see what happens when I just do completely wet and hardly. That's cool. Okay, so I'm just using these samples to kind of, this sample itself to create the sense of fear and oddities. I'm just going to copy and paste them into a pattern. So we've got our first one, which is, hello, Mr. Dark Drum. I'm going to send that over to the left. So what I'm trying to teach you here is the creativity you can have when you start messing around with a single sample. Might you that even more. Awesome. Now I'm just going to take this again, that same sample, um, and I'm going to chop it up into a small sixteenth. Um, and I'm going to put that sixteenth and do like a little fill, you know, just because fills are fun. Oh, it's so small, I can't grab it. Let's zoom in, zoom in, zoom in. Um, and, and put it on the eighth note. So it's a sixteenth note every eight notes. So like da, 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 da. And then do that for a whole bar. Let's do a quick fade out and fade in so it doesn't clip. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I didn't hear anything. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a new audio channel. And I'm going to copy those onto the audio channel there. Yes, there we go. That's kind of what I wanted. And I'm going to fade that in. Uh, just a simple fade up so you've got this like little effect there we go and I'm going to copy that and it's going to it's going to happen like occasionally maybe every other bar and then I'm going to copy and paste the main big drum thing drum sound so that it happens a little bit more frequently rather than just once so let's have a listen to what I've done so I've got the the low sound serdo you know ooh the kind of like crazy smushed reverse into it, the standard reverse into it. And then we've got the, the cut snippet. And then we've got the kind of like a bass stutter. I think that works really nicely. I really, really like that. Uh, and actually, the the kind of like strange stutter is a real, um, a real beast. Uh, now, what I'm trying to show you here is I just had one sample, and I didn't use pre uh, pre made trailer hits. You know the ones I'm thinking of. Um, 
you know, the ones that sound immediately massive and huge. Um, let me see if I can load one up. I'll, I'll load up one of my own ones because why not? That's, uh, uh, you know, I, I obviously create these for myself. Here we go, like this. I mean, yeah, that's awesome. And I'm going to chuck that in now because I think it sounds cool. Um, and it's kind of not what my trailer track needs. But the problem with those type of hits is if you use them all the time, they lose their impact. And that's not what we want. And let me just show you what I mean. Um, I'm just literally just bouncing it in place and then I'm going to reverse it because actually the the, the tail for it is quite small. Um, let me just chop that beginning bit. There we go. Fade out. Okay, right. Let me show you what I mean. I'm going to chuck that, 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 that standard hit in. Just line it up so that it's actually playing in time. So I mean, I mean, obviously I could mix that more musically, but it just, it just, sometimes when you're using those one shots, it just sounds like someone's used those one shots on your track. And I get this a lot with, uh, I hear, so I hear some trailers and I'm like, that's such a shame because some people's tracks just sound so fantastic. And then they've shoved these one shots on, which I love and they have their purpose. But if you use those one shots too much, it, or at least not in a, a well-layered manner then it loses the impact and it's such a shame because what we're trying to do here is create something scary and freaky and odd uh, let's see if i can marry it a little bit better yes yeah, so that's a bit better i just reverse it and chopped the beginning off um it's a real really fun exercise to do uh to start layering your drums up like this, to start exporting the audio and just messing with it and messing with the messing with the tails, messing with all the things you can to start to create your own sound world, your own sound vocabulary. You know, we've been doing this in the training music school with the composers, like getting them to kind of like wean them off the sample libraries a little bit. Uh, because, you know, when, when you hear so many submissions with so many one shots or so many, samples from certain sample libraries then you start to be like okay i can hear that all over your track now and that's that's all i hear and it's very frustrating um but what you're doing here is you're creating like this scary weird bed of drums from one single one shot once it's not a one shot sample from a single serdu sample that's pitched down that's reversed that's smushed that's chopped up um and it's just a really fun way to create percussion because sometimes you can very easily uh create a, a kind of like a dry sounding cue when uh what it what it needs is something interesting so what i'm gonna do is i'm just gonna think about the drums i would i, I want to create a stick sound okay so i'm gonna pitch that serdu up this is going back to the original sample and um, i'm trying to make this I mean, that's kind of the sound I want anyway. Let's just up the velocities. Now, I would, I'd be really interested to hear what your thoughts are on this kind of format of the podcast, where it's me working with audio so that you just actually hear it rather than seeing it, because uh, sometimes that's quite, 
quite a fun way to work and I quite like it because you know some on BBC Radio 4 they do some of these podcasts which is guys and girls walking around um and they are just talking about sound and because you're just listening you're actually just listening and you're not looking so this is I've bounced that thing out and I've chopped up a little part of it because I want it to be kind of like a stick sound um and I'm going to just EQ that so and it's going to go in 16th, I reckon. I mean, it's going to sound like a machine gun because it's a single sample played over and over again um, on a 16th. So let's just yeah, EQ the bottom out. There we go. <laughs> Yay. That sounds cool. And now let's uh, give some fade-ins and fade-outs to them. Okay, let's give it a bit of a stronger fade out. There we go. I'm kind of getting into a different a, a different world here, aren't I, with uh, uh, these kind of like strange EDM things I'm doing. Uh, now let's just move these. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to use this as to create like a, a percussive riser. Uh, and I'm going to put them actually on sixteenths, uh, not sixteenths, sorry, 30 seconds to make them smaller. Again, I'm trying to use these samples to create something a bit out of this world. <laughs> that doesn't sound as cool as I was hoping, but let's, that's often the way it is, isn't it? Uh, let's just add a automation of the volume and then add a curve to the volume too. Um, I'll make sure I'm also ending at the right point. Yes, here we go. Yeah, that sounds cool. This kind of like, again, just from a single sample. It sounds great. Uh, and I'm really happy with this. And I kind of want to carry on working with it and make it sound more crazy cool. And what I'm doing here is uh, this is my act one. This is my like mood setting. And I'm starting to bring it into act two, obviously. Um, and obviously when I get into act two and act three, I will bring in the big guns. I will bring in those one shot samples to emphasize those big uh, editor moments. I will also bring in other samples other than just the surdu and I'll have rhythms playing and I'll have other instruments playing. But what I've done here is I've created like a strange, slightly scary sounding drum track from a single sample. And that is often, you know, if you want to create otherworldly sounds, Get creative with a single sample. Don't uh, rely too heavily on the actual sample libraries you have as playable instruments. Use them as fantastic samples because that's what they are. I mean, I can't I can't sample a surdu, but I have a sample of a surdu. There it is. Uh, you know, and the same with Tycho's, the same with all these other instruments. These playable instruments that we spend lots of money on because they're amazing. Uh, are also fantastic libraries to enhance our creativity and use them in creative ways. I sure hope you're not hearing what I'm hearing. My my uh, uh, sound card does this thing where it makes everything, uh, it changes the bit rate. Uh, it's, I think it's a fault in the duet. I have a newer duet. For some reason, it's, it's like my old MIDI keyboard. For some reason, I stick to keeping the old broken things. Um, maybe it's because I just... I like the, the annoyance, I don't know. Uh, limiting beliefs, you know, self... Uh, what's that word again? Uh, where, where you uh, take yourself down on purpose, but not actually consciously. 
self-sabotage. There we go. Anyway, uh, so what I want you to do when you get back to your to your door, to your session, is if you're creating a sound world, maybe this time with your drums or with other instruments, take a sample and play with it. Export the audio repeated times, play with it. See if you can create musical effects with a single sample. Uh, I mean, this is organic sound design at its best. Um, and this is what I do a lot with the throat tracks. I will have a sample that I've recorded and then I will mess with it to create otherworldly sounds. And that's what attracts people because that's that's where you get your signature sounds from. Uh, you know, if you want to create signature sounds, take a sample of one of the horns or or a cymbasu or uh, some cymbasu, yeah, that one, um, or a double bass and see what you can do with it uh, as exported audio uh, to create a strange, scary effect. Because, you know, often signature sounds are scary sounding. And that's what I'm doing here with these drums. I'm trying to make them sound scary and out of this world. Um, obviously, my string riser helps. Um, but that's the really magical part here is having fun with it. And I've, you know how I've talked about enjoyment throughout the process of this podcast but having fun with it because i enjoy playing with the audio it then brings up new instances of inspiration and excitement it keeps the flow going because i'm just essentially playing you know the same way that kids just you give them a piece of paper you give them a bunch of colors and they'll just play with it that's what we're trying to do with this audio we're trying to play with the audio Right now, I just want to say thank you again for taking your time to listen to this. I I do hope you enjoyed this this uh, slightly strange format for a kind of a video tutorial without the video, uh, because I, I know I know I enjoyed doing it, and uh, it would be really interesting to get your feedback on it. If you want me to do more of these or less of them, I don't know. Uh, I'll probably do more because they're fun. But uh, anyway, um, thank you so much for taking the time to listen. And if you want to learn more about getting into trailer music then head on over to the trailer music school uh, check out my courses check out the obviously the instruments that i've created as well for trailer musicians and join the community uh you know sign up to me on youtube sign up to me on youtube oh, that's not the right word subscribe to me on youtube thank you uh, subscribe to the podcast leave a review you guys are absolute legends i hope you've enjoyed this and yeah have a nice day evening wherever you are and uh, i'll see you next time well actually i won't see you you will hear me next time Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. I have something really, really exciting to offer you. I've put all 12 of my trailer music courses into a bundle called the Ultimate Trailer Music Bundle. And I've put it on for a very, very special offer. Head on over to richardprin.com forward slash trailer music bundle to get your hands on this awesome deal.